come back to the Zen Zen, where spiritual healing is made easier, providing you with your weekly dose of self-reflection, self-awareness and mindfulness to help you grow into the highest evolvement of yourself physically, mentally and spiritually. Firstly, I would like to apologise for the delay in the release of this week's episode. It goes without saying, it is currently Sunday as I am recording this episode, which was meant to be out on Tuesday. Um, I can only apologise. I am going to blame the fact that it is my birthday tomorrow. I have been up the wall. <clears throat> my voice, please ignore my voice. I've also have been ill over the last week just to... Um, clarify the updates of life, give you the update, things have been going on. Um, But yes, I have been up the wall, planning, shopping, preparing in all the ways that I'm sure every girl listening will be able to relate to when it is their birthday. I accept the fact that it is only a birthday and it's not the end of the world if everything doesn't go completely to plan, but the people who get this, get this and we also just consider the fact let's just consider the fact that our birthday is the one day out of the whole year when everything can actually revolve around us in a way to a certain extent but we do want everything to be perfect when it comes down to our nails our hair our outfits our plans and we just want to feel the best version of ourselves ultimately and i think that's okay but the reality is that i've spent all week prioritizing my birthday just so i can enjoy the day when it comes around and unfortunately that has meant that i have only been able to sit down and talk to you guys now on sunday night when most things are in order like the majority of things that i've had to plan sort are sorted now um and i know i am so last minute but let's just move briefly past that Um, But yeah, I can finally say that I now feel at the point of being genuinely excited for my birthday to come around. And yeah, I have accepted the fact that I did leave things too late, such as booking appointments. But either way, it has all just worked out. I am now sat here with the hair that I was stressing about booking in, the nails that I was stressing about getting. Like Everything has just ultimately worked out, um, as it always does. The universe would not allow me to go without on my birthday. Um... But I chose to work, as I say, I chose to work wisely over the last week with the time I had um, before the bank holiday to get everything in order for Monday. And I can safely say that I feel calm, excited and ready to enter chapter 19 of my life, enjoying all the abundance that life has to offer me in forms of connections, experiences and blessings that I am yet to receive. Now, something that we're going to be discussing today is something that 100% I have woken up to over the last few weeks, let's say that. I have grown awareness of what it really means to do the shadow work of yourself and to observe that shadow part of yourself that you just, just, let's just, let's just, let me get into it, let me get into it. That's what we're going to be talking about is the importance of shadow work and how much of an impact doing the inner work to discover why you are the way you are can truly have on all of your relationships, including the one that we have with ourselves. So I've found that shadow work is often associated with the aspects of ourselves that we choose not to display to the world if we can help it. 
The word shadow can often be interpreted by people as the dullness and the darkness of life, like our insecurities, our secrets and our fears, as opposed to the love and light approach to life that mainstream spiritual social media platforms and podcasts, you know, you name it, will focus on. And as much as I find that it's an essential part of life to live in alignment with our higher self, to be positive and to, you know, fill the world with love and light, yes, that is important. But I think it's equally as important to pull apart those aspects of ourselves that we have been conditioned for so many years to keep to ourselves. And even worse, we've been told to change for the satisfaction of others. Now, repressing our inner shadow can have a selection of dangerous consequences to it. Most often, the shadow will manifest as in the form of our triggers, which are emotional reactions which we haven't fully dealt with. But... These emotions can rise up to the surface under the right circumstances and it takes discipline, self-awareness, guidance and courage to help you face that shadow aspect of yourself in a healthy way so that you can thrive in all areas, both internally and externally of your life. Shadow work will look different for everyone because it goes without saying really, we are all individuals who have different generational and environmental 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 traumas that are our responsibility to heal as we grow older because if we don't the damage that we could inflict on our lives is detrimental to strong and healthy connections that we share with others whether that be our parents our friends or our partner and even within my own life I have noticed over the last couple of weeks that I have realized I have unhealed wounds from my childhood that prior to this revelation I was none the wiser of and it was my boyfriend who I really do give the credit to when it comes down to me becoming aware of these unhealed aspects of myself because like I said before the shadow aspect of ourself is the one we hide away from both ourselves and the world around us so we hide we we shut it down within us we don't want to look at it we don't want to think about it we ignore it until it's like biting us in the ass and in the face and shadow work is basically designed to help you integrate what you subconsciously reject within yourself and we usually hear this come up as negative self-talk Your shadow side can have a negative impact on your well-being when you ignore it or reject it. This is the part of yourself that craves to be understood and explored on a deeper level. And this is because it was ignored and possibly shamed throughout your life, potentially from early childhood moments which your subconscious memory has not forgotten. The things that we have been told to repress as a child will likely still hold emotions within us that even to this day we don't really know how to deal with if we've not done the inner work to heal the blocks that have been placed upon us. And even in life's mundane day-to-day activities, we won't feel mentally and emotionally at our best when our shadow is not integrated into ourself, which in other words is when the shadow and the self are far apart. When we carry out the same usual default behaviours towards life's tougher moments, acting from our ego, we allow no room for growth and expansion which we get when we allow helping from our higher self by acting on our more intuitive thoughts and messages that we receive. If we're always trying to control, we leave no room for the universe to step in and provide us with the events, people and places that are truly aligned with our higher purpose. 
So for example, say that you were often teased for being talkative as a child and you believed that you talked too much. As you grow older, you may start observing and judging within and weighing every conversation to see if you did it again. And one day, someone may make an innocent comment while you're, say, preparing for a presentation. And they may say, be careful not to put too many words on that slide. And you'd be furious. And why? Why would you be furious? Because it wasn't the comment, it wasn't the presentation or whether or not there were too many words on the slide. It was that part of you that emotionally is invested in not talking too much. And anything that threatens the way you present yourself to the world will be seen as a threat to your identity and ultimately your safety when it comes to your ego. When we resort to our default behaviour, which gives us temporary satisfaction or justification for our thoughts and emotions, and we ignore the shadow aspects of ourself, it will still find ways to make sure that we know it exists, such as self-loathing or poor esteem or self-deceit or deceiving others. And potentially it will hold, it will create struggle for you to hold a healthy space in relationships. When we reject our shadow, we may start to begin projecting it onto others, which this is something that I can personally relate to within my own life. Over the last few weeks, I've become aware of certain aspects of myself, which I would deem to be part of my shadow self. However, there is a reason why it took so long to find this awareness. Every time I would feel myself being triggered by something that my boyfriend said or did, I would instantly resort back to the same emotional reaction, which would be to just contain into a complete bitch. I'm not joking you, like, my words, my attitude, I would just become a bitch. And even if my words didn't say how I was feeling, then my energy towards him spoke a thousand words. And, you know, he can read my energy like a book. So it it was an, it was a game over type of situation because he knew that something was up with me, even if I didn't want to show it. And over months of having the same arguments between us, I it was the feeling of me feeling invalidated or unseen. And then my defence mechanism would be to act in a bitchy way and I'd speak to him in this same tone. And, um, you know, I came to the realisation that the feelings I had within me were simply my feelings and, in fact, they were separate from both his feelings and his love for me, despite whatever I was feeling triggered by at the time. As it is an emotional trigger, it is likely that these emotional responses I was having had came from either a past relationship where I was hurt or betrayed or even further back from that like childhood conditioning that has been installed into me throughout my younger years in the form of you know my parents beliefs of the world that we live in and the limitations and fears that they have within themselves and before I began to join these dots together I could never understand why I was acting the way I was acting in my relationship under the circumstances that I was under I I was acting in a way which I knew I was not going to receive the energy that I wanted back. But at the same time, it was like I couldn't stop doing it. And this was because my subconscious mind was acting on default. I hadn't yet gained the awareness of the fact I could change my beliefs of love and what it means to be loved. And ultimately, I could change my emotions towards certain things and therefore rebuild the damage that I had caused in my relationship. I feel as though because I class myself as an individual who is spiritually awoken, I sometimes fall into the pattern of losing awareness of how I'm actually making others feel 
because I know that my intentions are pure and I know that I move with my heart in the right place when it comes to communicating with anyone really so it's become common for me to disregard the way my energy is actually being projected onto those I love if that makes any sense like I could be feeling so emotionally needy and all I want off my boyfriend is a hug and if I feel for whatever reason like he doesn't want to hug me or doesn't want to retain the energy then I'll interpret that as not being like worthy not not being worthy of his love but just simply not feeling his love and not feeling appreciated and not feeling validated and all of those things are things I am well in my beliefs to know that I deserve to feel so like initially I'd just be like well no I know I need to feel love I need to feel loved and validated so I'm not feeling it so then I'd kick off when in reality, yeah, you do deserve to feel loved and validated, but just because he's not hugging you in that split second does not mean that you're not loved or validated. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just differentiating the two and realising, like, look, you are just a bit of a bitch sometimes. Um, and, yeah, I would interpret it as basically not being worthy of his love and it would innate my defence mechanism that I've had to use in the past when I've been hurt and this would cause me to feel shut down and be rude towards him and I've not, I didn't actually intend to, to, to act in that way. It just kind of come out of me, if that makes sense. And energy never lies, as I said before, especially if you're in a committed relationship. It will be even harder for you or your partner to, you know, conceal your emotions from one another because you're so energetically connected. And when we're operating from a place of insecurity, you know, we girls know that it can make us borderline crazy. It can make us shit crazy. And we don't seem to see ourselves as crazy at the time. That's the funny thing. Like, And this is because we have most likely lost our sense of self when acting in this manner or feeling these unpleasant emotions. We tend to put the blame on anyone and everyone for why we are in the place we are if we're not happy with our current reality. Little do we know that the only thing that will inflict any change is actually making the change within us first. We cannot operate from a place of love and light if our soul feels threatened. Communication is really what saved this problem in my relationship from worsening and progressing to even worse conflicts and upsets. I have to thank my boyfriend in particular for this because he is the one who every single time I'd fly off the handle over something trivial, he would remind me that the only thoughts in my mind and I don't actually need to be feeling them or acting in this way because... What I was fearing was most likely never going to happen, which he knows within himself, but it's a different story when your deepest, darkest aspects of you like, are telling you to fear that from happening. And eventually I got to the point where I was just sick of ruining days. I was sick of ruining meals. I was sick of upsetting him. I was sick of just feeling clueless of like how to get past this, what we were arguing over. Like It was, it was different things, but it was the same moral of the story I felt like shit so I acted like a bitch and he didn't like me acting like a bitch so he argued with me then I felt worse do you know what I'm saying it was kind of one of them there was not actually a problem in the first place and when I was when I got just sick of ruining like dates or meals over the smallest things I realised that this is a me problem and not a him problem and that's the importance of self-awareness because that's where it all began to shift so after having many long heart-to-hearts, usually, you know, over a smoke in the garden after an argument had calmed down, like, we'd just be sat 
talking and chilling and we got to the point of like both taking responsibility for our own thoughts and our own behaviors and our own actions and I took responsibility for my own thoughts and my own attitude that follows and once we got to this space of open communication and trust to completely open up to one another that was when I realized how much I had actually been impacting on his emotional state over the last few months one of my worries during like the times that we would been arguing is that he doesn't want to spend time with me and I would literally sit and look at pictures on my phone from a year ago when we were doing all amazing things together every day and I'd get sad that we haven't been doing them as much which then to him I would show up from a place of anger and dismissal and judgment instead of just showing my emotions in a compassionate way and saying oh I really wish we had we could do this or I really wish we could spend time together I didn't act like that I acted like well you're not seeing me so you hate me and then he would think fucking hell I don't want to be around here she's moody as fuck so he wouldn't want to be around me so I'm then creating the problem myself and I know girls are listening to this relating so just honestly this is the golden nuggets to this shit guys I swear to you so Anyway, through communication, I learned that my attitude recently had, in fact, been the reason why he didn't want to spend as much time with me. Because the time he did spend with me, nine times out of ten, I wasn't happy. I was moaning, I was moody, and I wasn't someone you would actually want to be around, funnily enough. (laughs) So, can you see how sometimes having expectations for how we should be loved or valued sometimes actually results in getting the complete opposite of what we want? My boyfriend is someone who won't just take my shit for no reason and I actually do like that about him because it keeps me in check and it reminds me of when I am being irrational and crazy and, you know, no one deserves to put up with a psycho 24-7. Like, a bit of psycho's kind of good, but, you know, when you were just moody and psychotic 24-7, that's when there's a problem. And throughout these conversations, we've found ourselves sharing our most authentic emotions towards one another with no judgment whatsoever he told me how much i get him down when i project this energy onto him and he just wants the positive girl that he met a year ago back which really did sadden me to hear and equally i told him how sad he makes me at this not now but at this point like i told him how low i'd actually been feeling all of these times i acted from my ego or i created a bad vibe over something that triggers me and as the conversations deepened in vulnerability it became apparent to me that i was the reason our relationship had became so focused on the negative aspects of life and not the positive he literally said every time that he'd been coming to see me like recently he was praying that I wasn't in one of those moods where we'd end up in an argument. And that's a very hard pill for you to swallow as a girlfriend when you spend every day with them. Like, not, you don't spend every day with them, but you see them at least once, like, throughout the day type thing. Um, and you know that that's what they're thinking, ultimately, every time they come and see you, they're thinking, oh, for God's sake, I just hope, I just don't want it to be in this, like, to be the way I was being, basically. Um... And, yeah, we also got on to the fact that we both have completely different love languages, to be quite honest with you. His primary love language is acts of service. So, you know, <clears throat> picking me up or making sure that I've ate or making sure I'm safe or 
um, I don't know, take up my phone, meal, things in that nature, take up my shopping, like, things of that nature are acts that, you know, when someone who's acts of service is their main love language, when they carry out acts like this, it's because they're doing it purely out of the love for you. So when he does things like that for me, that is him showing his love in the most, like, purest way for him to do, the most default way. Because you know we always act from our default settings like like a computer so he that's just like how, what he knew to do um so i'd been basically interpreting that as like not he has to do it but it's just like standard things and like i hadn't really been taken um i'd been taking them for granted if i'm honest with you like i've been taking his kindness and his like reliability and stability within the sense of I always know at the end of the day like I'll be on the sleep uh, on the sleep I'll be on the phone going to sleep with him no matter what we're done with our day like we will sleep on the phone um that might be a weird thing but that's just a thing like, that we do and I it's 11 11 as I'm speaking <laughs> um and I like I get that stability that like safety when I'm going to sleep and that is something that I incorporated, by the way. Like, it, that wasn't a thing he wanted to do. I, it's just now kind of habit that that's what we do. Um, but anyway, tangent, tangent. I basically operate from um, many different love languages. I need many different love languages, if I'm being completely honest. There was an episode completely all about... Long, there was, there is an episode completely all about love languages and we talk deep in detail of every single love language and what they mean so if you are looking to learn more about love languages then go down to the love language episodes and you will learn absolutely everything there is to know about love languages but I operate from more love languages like touch words of affirmation love affection just all of that um, and the rest of them, as I say, to be honest, like quality time and gifts and all of those things to me, acts of service, they are all so renowned and so important when I'm like needing to feel love within a relationship. So I resonate with a lot of them and I don't think he does. He doesn't really resonate with like touch and affection and words of affirmation. I mean, words of affirmation he does, but that's just some that when we have like the heart to heart chats, that's what that is. Like I like over the top words of affirmation like I want you to tell me that like I've changed the whole entire world and like I you 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 absolutely like gobsmacked with how amazing I am every time I walk into a room like I want that um maybe it's it's not too much it's not asking for too much it's just I feel like in other aspects of my past in past relationships and things um I'm not even going to any of my past shit here but basically I feel as though the areas that I felt like I couldn't get the love that I needed in past relationships, I now seek, like, extremely more than others in my current relationship because I'm so scared that I won't get that feeling or that sense of, like, they love me or they fancy me or they, like, they desire me. Like, if I feel like they don't feel that and energy-wise, not words, not actions, like, energy-wise... If I don't feel it energetically, then I will decide altogether it's not there. Like, I'll just decide in my own mind they don't love me altogether because they've, I don't know, I've maybe had an expectation that they're going to get in the car and kiss me and say, 
he gets in the car, doesn't kiss me, I will then think, right, okay, he's got in the car and he's thought, I don't want to be in this car with you, he's thought, I don't like you. I don't. And that is not what that means. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's, it's really crazy what your mind can do. It's fucking scary what your mind can do if you let your mind run and, like, thoughts just run and you act on them. It, it, it can cause a lot of damage, to be quite honest. Um, <clears throat> but I think it is important to remember that everybody is on their own journey no matter how close you are to one another everyone has their own set of beliefs that they have been given both through generational and environmental patterning and everyone ultimately is fighting their own demons in the way that they know best with the current resources they have at this moment and I think opening up to that allows you to have more self-compassion and equally more compassion for other people too and you stop painting yourself as the victim in situations, whether you created them or not, it doesn't matter. What matters is how you perceive yourself in the world and the world, sorry, in as you're dealing with the situation and as you're dealing with the, you know, stresses that life does sometimes spring upon us. So, in fact, I'm going to take a slight break. I need to bite of a bagel. Only because... I've just made four, like, four slices of a bagel, and they're going cold, so I just wanted to have a little bite, I do apologise. Um, yeah, where was we? So, I began to basically bite back less in my relationship, as well as decreasing the amount of times that I was causing an argument, or just having bad energy, bad thoughts for no reason and having unnecessary bitch fits about something that's trivial and things basically within my relationship began to rebuild themselves back up without us even really realising <clears throat> how much me shifting my energy to a space of love and compassion and positivity and just happiness in general really has <clears throat> up-levelled and strengthened our relationship in ways that I couldn't have even imagined a few weeks ago. And this is why I'm opening so much, I'm like opening up so much in this episode about the down days that I have within my own relationship because I'm sure that you're all well aware that no relationship is Instagram picture perfect, ready to go, like no flaws, no arguments, no disagreements, no differences in opinion or beliefs, that is not real, that's false. If your relationship is real then you will uncover and go through all of that shit together and you will come out stronger um the living life together really is just a test to see if you are meant to be together and you are meant to align your paths are meant to align like literally life will show whether your paths are meant to align um and this is why i'm just expect like opening up so much because i feel like when i feel like this is just something that isn't talked about for one and we all have our own, as I said before, demons, battles in our own minds, our own limits and beliefs, our own thoughts that we just can't seem to shake within ourselves. And I do think that showing your partner where you're coming from in an argument or a disagreement and just expressing how you feel in a calmer and clearer way, it will change the whole dynamic of that argument in such a positive way. 
and that's what I've been working on over the last couple of weeks just basically holding a bit more space for myself in between when I feel triggered by something and when I actually react to it this space is crucial to having self-awareness within the self because this is the time that you can observe your thoughts from an observer's point of view after doing the shadow work that we're talking about on this episode you can now basically understand where this feeling is coming from and then remind yourself that it is only a triggered wound that you haven't healed yet and it is not the other person trying to throw shit on you or abandon you and with that you begin to you begin to respond overreact which is so so powerful in healing broken relationships both with ourselves and others so now let's talk about how we can begin practicing the art of shadow work right now after this episode finishes how you can just get straight onto it and start to heal that shit so to start shadow work it is important to spot your inner shadow to do this you can start by spotting habits that you may have and habits can be good yes but they can also be the opposite and what i'm going to ask you to do is spend some time in a meditative i can't say that word meditate meditative meditate if I say it fast, I'll say it wrong. Medi- meditative, I don't even know if that's right, let's digress. State whether that is, say, your safe space, your room, or out in nature. Get to know the feeling of being completely present with your thoughts and emotions whilst in a place of solitude. What patterns do you tend to replicate repeatedly in your life that you feel are holding you back? You should also pay attention to triggers to spot your shadow you will know when you feel triggered as it will be a sudden flood of emotion that comes across you that you just can't seem to shake and you'll know that this thing or situation has disrupted your peace triggers are reminders of our past trauma which is usually associated with our shadow aspect of ourself and those triggers are messages from your higher self and all that is to help you realize that your shadow wants to be seen so that you can recognise it and then heal from it. And the universe will often recognise you working through this trauma and in exchange for that will reward you in unimaginable unimaginable ways because remember, the universe rewards growth. So now I'm going to ask you to think back to your childhood explore what parts of you may have been treated as bad or lesser when you were a child which emotions were you punished for having many children get told to kind of get over or grow up from their anger or their sadness that they face and as a result of this those emotions get repressed and projected out in negative ways during our later life We grow up believing that they're bad attributes to have and therefore we're unworthy of our desires or less than for having them. Which brings, brings, I said that so weird, brings me on to avoid shaming your shadow. Because some people may tend to say that our shadow longs for acceptance, but really your shadow is just you and ultimately we all long to feel whole so it is more that we feel, I think in my opinion anyway, it's more that we long to feel fulfilled, whole and complete than, 
you know, we're longing to just feel whole. We want to feel it all. We want to feel an abundance of wealth, of love, of happiness. We want to feel it all. So embrace your shadow because it is a part of you and it, you should not repress or hold down or be ashamed of any parts of you. So embrace your shadow and who you've been told that you shouldn't be and have some compassion for yourself and ultim- ultimately realise that you have unlimited potential within you to create whatever you want in this lifetime. It it really is that knowing of just knowing I can do fucking anything and I can go fucking anywhere and I can be fucking anyone. Like, that is the... It sounds so harsh when you swear in it, but, like, I'm trying to get a duty of that clearly. It, it, that, it That is the potential that you have within you. Um, And I would say, always, always, if you're looking to just raise that vibration, boost your energy, just give yourself a bit of you know, a little pat on the back when you go into, I don't know, you're going out with your friends, you're going out with a boy, you go and job meeting. Affirmations are the key to just giving yourself a little bit of a, giving your subconscious mind a bit of a reminder of who the fuck you are, basically. So practice loving words of affirmation towards yourself, including your shadow aspects of yourself. And I'm going to give you some affirmations as examples now. So I am worthy of what I desire. I have everything I need to be successful. I am grateful for the positive things in my life. I am open to limitless possibilities. I achieve whatever I set my mind to. So guys, I hope you liked those affirmations. They're just a few to give you a bit of food for thought. Of course, make your own, make them completely subjective to you and your life and what you were trying to manifest i want to now conclude this episode and say a huge thank you to each and every single one of you beautiful souls who have chosen to spend some time with me today i hope that this episode resonated with at least one of you and i hope that you've learned something to take away and incorporate into your own relationships both with yourself and others to grow and strengthen healthy loving bonds that will last a lifetime. As some of you may have noticed, I've been a lot more active over on the Zen Zen Exclusive Access Instagram page recently, and it's the start of what is to come because I've really been enjoying being in constant communication with you guys and filling you in on my day-to-day life moments via my, you know, on my like just my stories and just engaging with the account more. Um, and it's always stories that don't really make it to my main page because they're just a bit more, I don't know, they just they fit the Zen's and they don't fit my main page. <laughs> um, so if you're looking to gain the sense of a spiritual mentor with access to weekly emails, including interactive worksheets from me, you will also have email access where we'll be in constant communication if that's what you wish to keep you in check with your goals. Keep Make sure that you're keeping that sense of peace within your life despite the chaos you may be going through um as well as access to all of our bonus episodes then make sure to click the link in either the zen zen instagram page bio called the zen zen inc or the link in the show notes right here on spotify i really am trying to grow a community of souls who are simply dedicated to healing themselves for the benefit of yes themselves but also those around them and the world collectively whilst helping them to create with the universe in co-creation in alignment a life wilder than their wildest wildest dreams 
as I'm concluding this episode, I've said concluding twice now, that was not necessary. It is actually my birthday tomorrow, so... In fact, no, it's my birthday in half an hour, actually, at the time of recording. (laughs) So happy birthday to me for in half an hour. I will be 19. And tomorrow I will be going away with my boyfriend only until Wednesday. So messages may be slow reply. I may be slow to reply to messages. Um, Potentially I may not even really go on social media. Only for, you know, my posts and that. But when I'm actually, like, away somewhere... Um, it is very much the picture, then it's done, put the phone away, like, it's time, it's quality time, it's, it's, um, yeah, I will be present, I will be in the present moment tomorrow, of course, it is my birthday, and as you know, a Taurus like me would extend the birthday for the whole week, so, yeah, um, replies may be slightly slower than usual, I am now going off on a huge tangent, I love you all more than you could ever, ever imagine. You are all helping me literally bring my dreams into reality. Um, Please never forget that every single week you come back for another episode of growing and he- healing and learning. Um, Yep, I am going to go and do the last of my prep now because you best believe there is still prep, even at half eleven the night before. Um, I love you all to the moon and back. I will speak to you all very soon. Bye.